1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Closing of schools during the pandemic has taken a troubling toll on education. We're seeing sharp declines in math and reading skills in long-term trend assessment of nine-year-olds. Heritage Foundation Research Fellow Jason Bedrick telling the Salem Radio Network, in most states, students lost between a half year and a full year of learning. Students were not uh, given access to in-person instruction. Uh, We see, for example, that um, fourth grade students whose classes were entirely or mostly online uh, are about one grade level behind in math relative to students who had entirely in-person instruction. In India, more than 60 people killed when a bridge collapsed early in the morning. Officials say the cable bridge had just reopened following renovation. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, glad to have you along today. And make sure to check out the brand new podcast from former NBC sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya. It's called Sideline Sanity. You can listen at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. Your weather today, sunny, high of 63. For Halloween, it's going to be sunny and a high of 63 as well. And Tuesday, sunny, high of 68. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 7.30. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. 
This is Bible League International with an urgent plea. You know Christian persecution in the 20th and 21st centuries exceeds all previous 19? I mean, that tells you that we're addressing what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church. Christians are paying a heavy price simply for believing Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. This woman in South Africa was hated by her family now that she's come to Christ, but here's her reaction when she finally got her own Bible. You were in Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. At the the age of 60, she never had a Bible. AM 980, the mission listeners, you're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist persecuted believers all over the world. You've done that for about 400, but our goal is 1,600. We're short and we need to ramp up in the coming days, so please pray about it. And then at $5 a Bible, $100 since 20, would you make your most generous gift by calling 800 Yes Word? 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word or give at am980themission.com. And God bless you for Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so it's I It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and every Sunday, 4 o'clock, 1280 a.m., The Patriot, or if you miss it, you can listen to the replay from 6 to 7 on 15, Freedom 1570. Or, of course, you can get the podcast. Every Monday morning it loads up. There are over 300 of them in the catalog, volume upon volume of discussion, politics, Israel, and the law. That's what we talk each week. And this week, no different. Very interesting. We have an upcoming election. You've been hearing a bit about it, haven't you? Any newscast that you put on, that's what they're talking about. But in the not-too-distant past, you're still remembering and probably still feeling like, uh, oh, no, eating something that has already spoiled kind of that bad taste you have in your mouth. Yeah, that's what you're feeling from the 2020 election. And you're probably wondering, wow, we're going into another election. Big stakes here. Is the same thing going to happen? And what did happen in the 2020 election? I know I didn't feel good about it. Uh, The integrity of it. uh, Or knowing, actually, whether it was the real vote count or not. I just had questions. 
Well, today on the Victory Hour, we are honored to have a special guest, uh, Pat Kolbeck from the great state of Michigan, joins us on the Victory Hour. He's an aerospace engineer, went to the University of Michigan for many years, operated in that space. He became a Michigan member of the state Senate in 2011 to 2019, and he's an author as well, author of the book, The 2020 Coup. And Pat Kolbeck comes to writing that book, which you can get on Amazon, great book, talks about specifics and details, much of which he witnessed himself in uh, the city of Detroit and the because he was a certified poll challenger in Detroit, Michigan, one of those places where many, many questions were raised. And he wrote a book about that, wrote a book about the research that he did related to the 2020 election and the integrity of that election. Now, many on uh, the Democratic side of the aisle, uh, Pat Kobeck is a Republican, but many on the Democratic side of the aisle in previous years have written about issues and problems with electronic voting systems. Uh, And you know that I have big questions about electronic voting systems and have been talking about them for quite some time. Speak of that, jot this down with your number two pencil. Yes, I've got mine on your yellow pad. You know, don't do it in your computer or take notes, uh, you know, in some electronic space. Why? Because... It could break down, and then you can't get to it. Your yellow pad, you can always get to. So write it down. A few weeks coming up, Michelle Fishbach will be here on the Victory Hour, congressman from the 7th Congressional District here in the state of Minnesota, and Brad Finstead will also be on the Victory Hour, 1st District congressman. I expect both of them to uh, win uh, again as incumbents in the 1st and the 7th. Of course, Brad Finstan just won a special election a few months ago. And uh, Fishbach has been in now for a few years. But uh, both I expect to win, and, and they'll be joining us on the Victory Hour. In addition, after the election, coming up, uh, what is it, uh, just a week from Tuesday, after the election, we're going to have Mike Lindell on the show. You all know him and love him. Uh, he uh, will be talking about the election, uh, uh, be providing information about it. He is watching it closely, as many of you are, but certainly he's got a front row seat. And on election night, his platform, Frank Speech, is going to have uh, a number of pundits watching the election very closely and what is being reported, of course, what is being reported and what is actually happening? Who knows if they match up? Who knows if they match up? We're going to talk about that here today on the Victory Hour with our special guest, Pat Kolbeck from, uh, from Michigan. And, Pat, I just want to thank you once again. You were uh, on the show. Oh, it was a bit over a year ago now. Uh, but uh, we're, we're very honored to have you back on. Thanks for joining us. 
Well, thank you very much. I've been taking your advice around writing stuff down on yellow pieces of paper <laughs> for, since that point in time, keeping track of everything that's been happening since the 2020 election. Literally, to this day, we still get new pieces of evidence regarding to the subversion of our election in 2020 every single day. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is amazing as to the drumbeat of the media to condition the public uh, generally to uh, simply view it as a big lie. It is yeah. the big lie, nothing to see here. Everything was counted fairly and accurately, and if there were some mistakes, they were minor at the margin. We can't explain some of them, but those were just glitches. You can ignore that. Don't look yeah. to the man behind the curtain. And uh, it wouldn't have changed the election in any event. In Arizona, which was 10, 11,000 vote, difference in uh, Georgia, about the same in Wisconsin, uh, you know, something similar. I mean, between those three states, that changes who is president, Wisconsin, Georgia and Arizona. And the total number of votes there is less than 50,000 to switch uh, uh, the election result. Well, to put a finer point on that for Michigan, which is arguably the largest vote vote margin out of all the battleground states, right. 154,188 votes. To this day, the most recent voter file provided by our Michigan Secretary of State shows that there's 170,738 votes that were cast, ballots that were cast in the 2020 election that do not have any voter assigned to them. I mean, how can you count a vote which doesn't have a voter assigned to them? Uh, yeah, it shouldn't have been. And that's the bottom line. Now, there may be an explanation that, you know, maybe 170,000 people have died. But the, our our Michigan Secretary of State's in the middle of a lawsuit with the Public Interest Legal Foundation where she actually intervened to prohibit the removal of 26,000 dead voters. She didn't say that they weren't dead. She just says she doesn't want to remove them from the from the voter file. So. That's what we're dealing with right now, and that's what inspired me to write that book, The 2020 Coup, because here we are. We're headed into a new election cycle in 2022. Um, I would uh, submit that the primary issue we had with 2020 wasn't that we didn't have enough election laws, is that we didn't follow them. We didn't prosecute people. So um, the fact that we haven't had any new election laws since 2020 in Michigan, you know, for a lot of people, it's concerning. But, you know, what we do have is we understand what they did in 2020 to subvert the election. And I wanted to document it in the book so that people would know what to look for in the 2022 election. And I, I, I'm i happy to report we got a bunch of meddling kids throughout Michigan, frankly, across the whole country, that are now paying attention to what they, uh, what they did in 2020. They're looking over the shoulder of the drop boxes. They're, they know what to look for at the uh, in the uh, you know and, and there's nothing more important uh, than that uh, to a democracy. Uh, if you do not have credibility and integrity and confidence of the yeah. voter that the vote count is accurate, your democracy is at risk. The entire democratic system uh, is at risk. That's how important this is. Now those on the left say no, it's the Republicans on the right. It's those who uh, deny the election that are the threat to democracy. Well, you know, I guess it depends on how you look at it, isn't it? And those same Democrats were challenging election integrity not too, uh, in the not-too-distant uh, past. We're going to be back after this short break with Pat Kolbeck, our special guest, 
author, one time senator of this great state of Michigan, and uh, a certified poll challenger. And he's going to talk about what he himself saw during the 2020 election in uh, the city of Detroit that so greatly impacted uh, how Michigan uh, went in the presidential election. Don't go too far because this break is short. But while you're away, you can grab your computer at this moment. Go on our website, parkerdk.com, Parker Daniels Keyboard, Premier Law Firm, downtown Minneapolis, and take a look at what is often referred to as an award-winning website. Oh, yes, indeed. It's beautiful. Parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself... Take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right, Victory for 66% off. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Oh, oh, yeah. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. 
We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And thank you once again for joining us, all you regulars out there, coast to coast. Yes, people live streaming the Victory Hour each week, coast to coast, north to south, from Texas up to Ely, Minnesota, and even across the pond to the U.K. Uh, My family uh, is traveling this week to uh, Lisbon, Portugal. Yeah, indeed. But I got to do the show because we've got important messages that need to be delivered. And you need to start asking questions, but getting the answers that make sense to you. Investigating. And we're doing that today as it relates to the upcoming election, as it relates to the 2020 election. Author of the book, The 2020 Coup, uh, Patrick Kolbeck is joining us today. He's a certified poll challenger in the city of Detroit. He was Michigan state senator from 2011 to 2019. And as he was that poll challenger during the 2020 election in Detroit, He witnessed a number of things that uh, were nothing less than alarming to him. Pat, what do you know from the 2020 election that you saw? I saw a lot of stuff that's important for 2022 as well. What we saw was a late night drop of ballots out at the back of the TCF Center in Detroit, which is where they're uh, housing their absentee vote counting board. Um, there was no chain of custody associated with those ballots at all. And um, any attempts to go off and assert that that's an issue were met with uh, claims that what we were talking about um, just wasn't factual and just a conspiracy theory, all that, all the usual garbage. Um, also, what we saw was um, something that we couldn't see. If you remember, they had the pizza boxes up on the wall and yeah. we couldn't witness what was happening. I myself was up training the next batch of poll challengers for things to look for. And when I tried to get back in, I was uh, barred from entry um, back onto the floor. And that was at a time when they were counting military ballots, which require a spoil and duplicate. And you're supposed to have Republicans and Democrats there. And they knew that. And we only had about a dozen tops of Republicans to cover 134 AV counting boards at the time. And you were a certified poll watcher at the time. A poll challenger, yeah. Poll we challenger. distinguish between poll challenger and poll watcher. Yeah. Poll challenger actually has statutory authority to issue challenges that get documented in the poll books. A poll watcher is pretty much as the name implies. They're just a, a fly on the wall. Um, but uh, one other thing, I'm, you mentioned that I was a certified poll challenger. I'm also a certified Microsoft small business specialist. So not only do I understand the process side of the elections with my time serving as elections uh, vice chair, in the Michigan Senate for our Senate committee there. Um, but also I understand, uh, you know, uh, computer networks and how to set them up and and uh, configured more than my share of uh, uh, home office networks in, in the past. And what they had out at the TCF Center was clear evidence that these tabulator machines and adjudicator machines were indeed connected to the internet during tabulation. So it was kind of a concern and, and a lot of that a lot of that information was all documented in affidavits and was provided to legislators and provided to courts and all that was struck down. And part of it was because they treated it as hearsay evidence. And I, I want to kind of flip the script going into 2022 because we just won a major court battle here in the state of Michigan. Yeah. 
We filed a, a, a case claiming that the poll challenger guidelines issued by Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson were unlawful. Um, and we cited multiple uh, examples in her guidelines that she issued back in May that actually just completely ignored Michigan statute regarding the rights and duties of poll challengers. And we were successful in the court of claims on all five assertions um, that were uh, issued in the ruling by Judge Brock Swartzel. And right now, of course, it's on appeal. Um, we've got the big guns out in D.C. trying to intervene on this case. We've got uh, Mark Elias and his uh, lawyer buddies um, trying. These are to Democrat lawyers. Yeah, that's Hillary Clinton's old lawyer, just so right. everybody understands the gravity of what we're doing. And the only purpose of this intervention and the only purpose of pushing back on us with this court victory, and we are on the victory hour, of course, we got to talk about those victories, Right, is the only purpose of these unlawful guidelines is to actually impede the oversight of the election by these poll challengers. Really, the, the ruling was simple. It was just sitting there saying, no, you have to revise these poll challenger guidelines to actually follow the law. Right. And when they decided to go off and appeal this, what they're really saying is, guys, we don't really want to follow the law. Maybe a little bit after the election, we'll go off and talk to you about maybe updating the guidelines to follow the law. But for this election, we don't want to follow the law. And that's what's happening right now. And we're still waiting for that uh, decision to come out of the court. We hope to hear it any any. Day, and any ben, hour, and Benson is uh, a Democrat, isn't she? Yeah, Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. She's running against my good friend, Christina Caramo, who I served with at the TCF Center as a poll challenger. That's what got her motivated to get involved. Um, and uh, she saw all the garbage that I was just mentioning at the TCF Center. And she's going the next step. She's actually running for Michigan Secretary of State. Did so, you see anything um, regarding connectivity to the electronic voting machines while you were uh, in the 2020 election as a poll uh, certified poll challenger? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we had evidence. I mean, this of it is important. Too. Yeah. The yeah, eyewitness. Go, go ahead. Tell us about that. So here's here's the easiest way to go off and look at it without me actually getting access to the machines because if I touched the keyboard or looked at it cross-eyed I would have been thrown out of the out of the AV counting board. Um, but I can observe what's on the monitor and on the monitor it's very clear if you look in the bottom right-hand corner of any Windows platform and these are all Windows platforms there's a little icon in the bottom right-hand corner that indicates whether or not you're connected to the internet or not. And uh, it usually shows up as a terminal with a, if you're, if you're hardwired, it'll show up one way. If you're wired via Wi-Fi, it'll show up as a different icon. In this case, all these machines were hardwired via an ethernet connection that connected them all to the facility uh, hardwired ethernet, uh, uh, hardwired uh, internet service provider. So, um, so this is during tabulation of the votes, all these machines were connected. And, and if you look at the, the documentation for Dominion and Dominion's what's used in Wayne County and Detroit's inside of Wayne County. The Dominion voting systems talk all over the place about the role of internet connections with their the functioning of their uh, voting systems. This isn't a mystery. Um, they actually talk well, about but their sharing. CEO. Their CEO claims uh, they're not connected to the internet and they're never connected to the internet. He's claimed that <laughs> yeah. he just claimed it a week or uh, ten days ago on sixty Minutes on. Uh, aired uh, a week or 10 days ago. Yeah, and I saw it with my own eyes at the TCF Center. We have evidence that was submitted as court exhibits in the Antrim County trial that highlights how Dominion employees were notifying the uh, county clerks that 
um, they were having issues with their internet connection to upload the, the results. Um, we have, you know, purchase orders featuring modems going out to all these communities. I mean, modems are being used for internet connections. So it, and we have uh, evidence from folks like uh, Ben Cotton who analyzed what was going on inside Antrim County as well as same stuff he found out in Maricopa County, evidence of internet connection. So this is just uh it's a false narrative, and I don't know how they keep getting away with it, frankly, because there's a lot of evidence to the contrary. So once you have Internet connection, the ability to intrude, to infiltrate uh, the U.S. election process uh, it just becomes simple, easy. You can uh, apply malware, malicious programming to the system which all of the experts, left, right, and center, agree that once that is done, you can switch votes, you can add votes, you can wait votes, and uh, you can do it, and then the malware disappears without detection uh, within minutes. And so you don't know that it's occurred. What do we do about yeah. that? You get rid of the machines, then you go back to hand counting. Uh there is no good scenario for these machines. The whole idea that they are saying that these uh, machines are certified. Um, I, I used to do a lot of work on space station. I was responsible for the life support systems on board the International Space Station or the atmosphere and control supply subsystem for it. And um, Pat, I'm going to interrupt you there. We've got to take a quick break. I want to hear about the work that you did and how computers and voting really are not a good marriage. I mean, and that should be separated. We shouldn't be having electronic computerized systems counting our vote because of the ability to hack virtually any computerized systems. Even the most hardened at the federal level have been hacked. This is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we're talking to Pat Kolbeck, certified poll challenger, University of Michigan grad, aerospace engineer, and Michigan State Senator, who is an author, wrote the book, 20, The 2020 Coup. You can get it on Amazon. Go there. You'll learn a lot. We'll be right back after this short break. In the meantime, uh, go to MyPillow.com. Take a look at all the great products they've got there. And put in the offer code VICTORY. And you get up to 66% off. That's right. With the offer code VICTORY, 66% off. And then uh, when you're done with that... ParkerDK.com for the premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. That is Parker Daniels Keyboard. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Getting more interesting. AM 1280, The Patriot. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow. For $29.98, that's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? 
Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets, to the mattress topper, to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear. All top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. for joining us. I'm Andrew Parker. It's the Victory Hour, and we're talking to Pat Kolbeck about the 2020 elections. Pat has written a book called The 2020 Coup, and we were on the other side of the short break we just had. We were talking about computers, electronic systems, and whether they can protect the integrity of the vote count. They are very simple machines. Many of them are purchased right off the shelf. And so the ability of some expert hackers, even those in foreign countries, even those in enemy foreign countries. uh, And by the way, if you go to China, they've got whole buildings stacked with people. All their job is, is to do computer hacking. And they have experts at it. Now, we have systems that can be hardened, and at the government, at the federal level, uh, we have uh, many experts that uh, their entire uh, professional career is about protecting our systems. The problem is some of the most hardened of those systems have been hacked. And a bigger problem beyond that is that the organization that protects our government systems called CISA 
was their system itself was hacked. And they didn't know about it. For 10 months, it was infiltrated under their nose. And they are the ones that protect our federal computerized systems. Pat, how do we go continue having our vote count handled by computerized systems? We shouldn't. They've woken up to that fact in countries like France um, and and Italy and Taiwan and, you know, where they make a lot of the computer chips that are in our voting systems, by the way. Um, so you shouldn't do that. I, yeah, they've I, banned the, it in those countries. Yeah. So <clears throat> I before the break, I was talking about the fact that I've designed critical infrastructure components on space station. The astronauts tended to think of the life support system as a critical infrastructure uh, component. Who'd figure, right? Well, back in 2017, our election system was designated as a critical infrastructure component of, of in the United States. And the rigor that we apply to this is just a joke. I, I, I when we, you know, went through the analyses of our system for the life support system, I mean, we went down to the individual chip level to make sure that w- we knew what would happen if it failed. And if it failed, we need to know how we were notified of that and how we could mitigate the risk. We don't do that with our, our electronic voting systems. Matter of fact, just to show you how lax it is, in the city of Detroit, this most recent election, they ran through a public accuracy test, and I was witness this. They've got over uh, 450 precincts in the city of Detroit. And in their public accuracy test, they tested 14 machines. And uh, all those machines were typically this image cast precinct model from, from Dominion. But none of those 14 machines were actually the ones that were deployed out in the field in support of the election. So the whole idea of these public accuracy tests is a complete smoke and mirrors exercise. They're trying to give you the appearance that they're checking the validity of this. But I'll tell you, if you were a casino operator and somebody told told you that they wanted to deploy 450 machines, but they're only going to test zero of them before they went out and deployed them to see if they were accurate or not, do you think you'd deploy those machines? No, you wouldn't. And yet that's what they're trying to, to you know, the pass other, off on the American people's integrity. Yeah, it, and I will tell you, I've, I've spoken to experts who have done the, certify, the certification testing uh, in the past. Yeah. And they indicate that the certification testing itself that is required is so deficient. It is, it is the most rudimentary that you would maybe do for your home computer, maybe, not for yeah. a a critical infrastructure piece of equipment. And that's the type of review that is being done. In addition, computers or electronic voting systems that have been certified by the federal agency allowing them to be used have after certification been found repeatedly in in repeated cases to have been deficient, to have had uh, issues that cause... Uh, uh, error repeatedly. And so what confidence level uh, do we really have? None, effectively none. And uh, once it has a stamp on it, uh, nobody questions it after that. Yeah. And, and it becomes uh, a, a piece of equipment that is used and who knows whether it is uh, ultimately abused. Pat, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, well, first, I I wanted to get your take on the uh, Michigan governor's race 
uh, an important race. People uh, not just in Michigan are are watching it with uh, Governor uh, Whit- Whitmer and her uh, challenger. Well, last week I was just out at a bus stop with uh, with our governor candidate Tudor Dixon, and prior to the bait, she was struggling because uh, you know she's being outspent pretty much by. by Twenty to one margin. I think when you actually see the number of ads that uh, have been out in support of Governor Whitmer, it's like four thousand seven hundred or so ads. On the flip side, Tudor's maybe had fifty. So it's a little bit of disparity in the bullhorn, if you will. But Tudor was kind of highlighting uh, earlier this week at the stop that I was at with her that um, she's actually using that to her advantage. It's like, well, her biggest issue is name recognition with people. And frankly, Governor Whitmer is taking care of that for her. So it's actually uh, working somewhat to her advantage. And the bottom, and, and it's showing in the polls. She was down by double digits uh, as about a month ago, but now she's actually pulled ahead by some polls. So it's actually good because that means it's going to be coattails for the other two key statewide candidates, which are Matt DePerno, who's uh, running for attorney general against Dana Nessel. And then also my good friend, uh, Christina Karamo, who's running for secretary of state against the serial lawbreaker, Jocelyn Benson. Yeah. So um, it's good news at the top of the ticket goes in because it's usually a coattail race. Yeah, no, that's uh, very similar to what's going on here in the state of Minnesota as the attorney general and the secretary of state races are both uh, quite close uh, within uh, certainly the margin of error. And some polls showing uh, the Republicans ahead of the incumbents. And the governor's race is uh, neck and neck. And surprisingly, by many, many accounts. Uh, but the coattail issue is a big one here as well. Uh, we, uh, we know of Governor Whitmer here in Minnesota, and uh, it isn't good. Well, I served with her for four years in the Michigan Senate, where she was the uh, minority vice uh, or is the uh, Senate minority leader. So I have a lot of experience um, being refrained from getting up to rebut some of her arguments on the Senate floor because they were just so way out there. But you know what's really driving turnout? It's not actually our statewide candidates this year. What's driving it is our two ballot proposals that are put on um, that are uh, intending to modify Michigan's constitution. One is an egregious, um, supposedly uh, uh, pro-abortion bill, but it's actually so much deeper than that. It's actually, I call it the Sodom and Gomorrah Amendment, because it's actually prohibiting the statutory regulation of sexual behavior in the state. And as a lawyer, you can anticipate that that goes well beyond abortion. That gets into pedophilia, age of consent, parental rights. That's what's really driving turnout right now. And a close cousin to it is our proposal, too. And it's proposal two is uh, essentially um, trying to put into our, our state constitution all the mechanisms they use to steal the election in 2020. So it's kind of the slow burn version of proposal three, because if they fail on proposal three, they can always use all the cheat mechanisms that they put in place with proposal two to do it next year and the year after and the year after. Well, and that that is one of the fears that folks uh, that I talk to have, uh, you know, I, I'm they they say uh i'm i'm concerned about what happened in 2020 and what is it that we can do in 2022 to have more confidence in the ultimate count uh and to make sure that their vote was counted the way they intended 
Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on on that, Pat? What do you think is, uh, do you think things are going to settle down in uh, the 2022 election? Well, I go into a lot of detail in it in the book because it's uh, the full title of it is the 2020 coup, what happened, but also what we can do. And one of the things we're doing and that I did in this uh, uh, leading up to this election is I launched something called Operation Overwatch. And if you go to operationoverwatch.us, you'll get a you'll get an idea of what we're talking about. And what I wanted to do is make sure that everybody understood all the different activities that grassroots organizations, not just all across Michigan, but all across the country are implementing in order to make sure we don't have a repeat of 2020. And I I highlight, you know, our response to the fraud in 2020 was largely reactive. This time around in 2022, um, it's very proactive. We've got a lot of uh, uh, activities already in place. We're monitoring the voter rolls. We are having tailgate parties out at the drop boxes. You know, we've got uh, challengers. Um, we got poll workers that are all schooled on what the actual law is, which is why that lawsuit that we won uh, was so important because now we're actually getting people to follow the law instead of some arbitrary rules established by a secretary of state. So we are much better prepared. We know what data to issue FOIA requests on. Um, and it, it's just a, I want people to go in with some encouragement that even though our legislators are still asleep at the wheel here in Michigan. The grassroots, the, the people um, that I call the meddling kids, we're active and we're engaged and we're watching anybody who decides that uh, they want to try to steal the election again. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. we got to take a short break here once again, but uh, it's interesting that we're dealing with these issues here in the United States. They have a system in uh, the state of Israel that uh, has as its number one priority election integrity. They do not use computerized systems uh, in the manner that we do. They use paper. And they determine that the election, the vote occurs on a one day, on a Tuesday, and that the count is completed and the results are announced by Friday. And that's how it works. And everybody knows that's when the results are going to be determined. There are a lot of predictions and a lot of estimations, and most of them are usually right, prior to Friday. But that's when the final result is determined. And there are a number of security measures to make sure that the paper is protected and there's a chain of custody. And and that's easy to do with paper. It's not easy to do in a black box, but it's easy (laughs) to do with paper. And the election in the state of Israel, the fifth in four years, is coming up in two days. On November 1st uh, will be the uh, election that will decide who the next prime minister is in the state of Israel. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. And it's a big deal because uh, of our election one week later and the connection between the United States and Israel, the critical connection between these two democracies grounded in the same values, in Judeo-Christian values that these two countries uh, have and how important that is. So these two elections coming week back to back uh, are really important and it'd be nice to have integrity in both countries on the vote count. We're going to be right back. We're joined by Pat Kolbeck, author of The 2020 Coup. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can also get it at MyStore.com. That's right, Mike Lindell's MyStore.com. And uh, you can get up to 66% off with the offer code VICTORY or 
meddling kids. Yeah, meddling kids as an offer code as well. So go to mystore.com, get the book, The 2020 Coup. We'll be right back with Patrick Kolbeck. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. At AM1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, Midterm Projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California... The Republican yeah. generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported that Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your okay. Senate prediction? But plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. talking elections on the victory hour as we're coming into the midterms here in the United States and a very important election which will decide the new prime minister in the state of Israel is coming up 
just in a couple of days. So we should all be paying attention to that. Obviously, there are different views between most in the state of Israel and the Biden administration as it relates to the wonderful uh, controlling regime in the state of uh, Iran. Oh, yes. So wonderful. And, of course, if you count on the United States to have your back when you are women in the state of Iran in that country, don't count on it. Because with this administration, they don't have your back. There's a lot of pablum that comes out about women's rights and support for women here in this country. Now, it's bunk, it's bogus. And what about all the peaceniks in, on the left here in this country? Peace? When was the last time the Democratic Party did anything that actually resulted in peace? No, it was Donald Trump that caused the signing of the Abraham Accords and uh, historic four different peace initiatives between Israel and four Arab countries. Astonishing. Nobody saw it coming. And it would have continued had he been reelected. But it stopped in its tracks. Joe Biden doing nothing. You have seen nothing. No advancement of it. The only advancement has been for the government of Iran, for the mullahs, the ayatollahs. Pat Kolbeck joins us on the Victory Hour, and we're talking about elections. We're talking about the fact that Joe Biden is in office due to the 2020 election and the vote count, and that uh, the election coming up in, up in Israel is going to have an impact on some of this uh, foreign policy. Pat, I know that you know you had in your past when you were running for office uh, made remarks about the student. What is it called? The student, the Muslim Student Association, the MSA, at the University of Michigan, and their connection to the Muslim Brotherhood. And you were attacked for that, even though everything you said was absolutely the emis, absolutely the truth. Uh, but yeah. people just don't want to hear it. Yeah, the uh, culmination of that whole um, endeavor. This is what I was running for governor in the state of Michigan back in 2018. And I had worked with a gentleman that was in DHS, Department of Homeland Security, a counterterrorism official by the name of Phil Haney, and also a former member of the Muslim Brotherhood um, by the name of Kamal Salim. And a good good friend of mine. And and so... Uh, of He's course, a former they, member. Former member, yeah, former. He's now a devout Christian and just a really dear friend and good man. Yeah, and I was speaking at a conference talking about the something called the explanatory memorandum, which was a document that was found in a secret basement of a gentleman that uh, was arrested and um, tried as part of uh, um, the and, Holy and, Land uh, Foundation. Exactly, and and trial. so. This document actually showed their whole roadmap for how to take over yep. the United States. I've read it. And I just highlighted it. And I said, here's an example of this gentleman here. His name is Dr. Abdul Al-Sayed. Yep. And he um, was uh, somebody that, uh, uh, you know, was very charismatic, very glib, very, he, very approachable for a lot of people. But I highlighted that his association with the Muslim Brotherhood was concerning. 
And I mean, here's a guy that actually signed on to a declaration of support for Mohamed Morsi, um, who was the yeah. uh, Egyptian leader under the false peace and justice uh, banner, if you will, yeah. uh, that as soon as he got into office, he changed the Egyptian constitution to implement. And when he was called out on concerns, he was thrown in jail later. Yeah, and he was deposed back by um, Mubarak when he got, or yeah, I think it was Mubarak. Al-Sisi, Al-Sisi. Al-Hazni, yeah, came back in. And so the the issue was I called that out, and um, and I said, listen, this isn't about all Muslims. This isn't about all Arabs. You can't tell me that. I mean, Kamal Salim's a dear friend of mine. Um, so this is about those who actually have terrorist ambitions and seek to undermine the constitutional republic known as the United States of America, and I don't stand for that. And so... I thought people should know about it. And when you take a stand for anything, whether it's election fraud and make sure that that's you know, where you stand against it and you expose what's actually happening, whether or not it's the Muslim Brotherhood plan for how to subvert the integrity of our election. When you take stands like that, you're going to take a hit. And, um, you know, thankfully, um, you know, God takes care of us along the way there. And uh, he asks us to be bold and courageous. He doesn't ask us to be squishy and uh, timid. When you have the facts on our side, speak truth, speak truth in love, but speak the truth. And uh, too many people right now are just hiding from that. They won't they won't highlight what the truth is. I mean, you got people that don't even understand that they're sexist right now. Yeah. And they're thinking that men can give birth to babies. So, I mean, that's the world we're living in today. It is up is down and down is up. Men are women. Women are men. It, you, you, ju- you just, uh, yeah, you, you, you don't know. And what words used to mean, they don't mean that anymore. The um, uh, we have about one minute uh, left, Pat. What what sort of role are you going to play in the twenty twenty two election coming up? We got about uh, thirty seconds. Well, I, I've been pretty much playing a um, orchestration role, making sure that we got all the different bases covered for that Operation Overwatch that I was talking about. So um, I've been kind of working behind the scenes to make sure that we got all the bases covered. What I'm actually doing on election day, I'm trying not to tell anybody because there's a lot of people that are trying to find out where I am because they want me to uh, they want to make me the center of this election. I want our candidates to be the center of the election. I want election integrity to be a center of the election. So we're not going to develop too much of that. Bottom line is I'm going to be high. I'm going to be very much engaged on what I believe are the most critical aspects of this upcoming election. Well, thank you, you know, so much, uh, Pat, for everything that you have done in the name of democracy, in the name of protecting uh, democracy. Agree with him or not, we need stalwarts on all sides that are protecting uh, our democratic way of life and system. Pat Colbeck, you can get his book, The 2020 Coup, on Amazon.com. Join us next week on the Victory Hour as we're going to be coming right up to the midterms and we're going to talk about predictions. Until then, have a great week. Winning results. For more information, go to ParkerDK.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom. Justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store.